Welcome to another episode of Topical with Michael Schaefer. My guest this week is the super funny Rowan Thambar. It's World Pride, so to celebrate that, two straight guys, me and Rowan, talk about Mardi Gras. Rowan's been before, he tells us what it was like being a straight guy there. Plus, big way for cancellations. Roald Dahl has been cancelled. James Bond has been cancelled. And Rowan explains how Gandhi has also been cancelled. Before we get into all of that, I've got heaps of shows coming up. The Adelaide Fringe, for me, is coming up 14th and 19th of March. Then I'm at the Melbourne Comedy Festival, 30th of March to the 23rd of April. Sydney Comedy Festival, 4th to the 5th of May. Brisbane Comedy Festival, 25th to the 28th of May. Then I've got a show on Gold Coast on the 3rd of June. London, Edinburgh, that's all happening. Lots of things coming up. Head to my website, michaelshaper.com for the details. But now that we've gone through all the plugs, let's get into the best podcast music in the business. And after that, you'll hear me chatting to Rowan Thamba. I bombed on a podcast, which I won't, I won't say the name of, but it was it was debilitating. Like I was like, well, that's a great start to the episode <laughs> for our listeners, which is that. You've just said I'm really bad on podcasts. I bomb on podcasts. I have bombed on a podcast. Which podcast was it? So our listeners can go <laughs> check pause that right out. now. Pause, if you're listening, pause right now and go and find this podcast where my special guest Rowan Thamba bombed <laughs> earlier in his career. <laughs> what podcast was it? Joe uh, Rogan. <laughs> it was the Joe Rogan episode. It was the first episode. It was, it was actually episode three. He was like, episode "Do you want to come and do it?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. almost, you almost killed that podcast before it. You, you could have done a, the world a, a service if you had <laughs> killed that podcast. Yeah. There would be less COVID misinformation in the less world. Less COVID misinformation. Um, Greta Thunberg would cop less hate, probably. Probably. <laughs> probably. Still get arrested, though, because that's what she's doing. She's doing what she loves. She's doing what she loves. Matt, you're, yeah. you're bombing on this podcast already. Oh it's a terrible start. Damn it. I'm just going <laughs> to. No, you're not. You're not. Sip you're doing my great. coffee. Mate, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Um, mate. As you know, it's uh, topical. We talk about topical things, things are in the news. So, uh, shout out to all our LGBTQI plus listeners, World Pride. (laughs) How did you celebrate World Pride, mate? Um, You're a very straight uh, cis man. Straight cis man. You're the enemy? I am the enemy. Yes. But I I have brown skin, so they're kind of like, they're kind of like, it's okay. (laughs) Hey, hey. I think if I was, if I was, I'd be known what is, like I have a very hairy back, so I think I'd be like a bear. You'd be a bear. I think I'd be a bear. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what it's called. I think. My favourite joke so far from this week, by the way, has been, uh, the movie Cocaine Bear came out. Oh, yeah. And then also there was Mardi Gras in Sydney. Yeah. So everyone was saying, oh, I saw Cocaine <laughs> Bear on the weekend. The movie? No, I went to Mardi Gras. <laughs> um, Amazing. Great joke. Great, great joke. Well, can I just say, so I'm a straight man as well. Okay. We're both straight. Yes. And I I got to say, I'm, I, I think it's evidence that being gay is not a choice. Yes. Because... Anyone who could choose to be gay would choose to be gay right now over 
this, you know, the last week or so. Yeah. God, it looks like a lot of fun up there in Sydney. That's true. It does. There's like, yeah, it's so fun. It looks so much fun. It looks incredibly fun. Like parties and music and the Minogues. I just, I like the popularity and the safety that they must get to enjoy of being... Sorry, fuck, I am so bad at podcasts. I couldn't even finish the thought. Um, you enjoy the safety that and, and the, the, the the freedom to express The freedom themselves? to express, yes, that's what it's, yeah, it seems like. Yeah. Because even now I'm like, I hope I don't say something fucked. Say whatever you want. So <laughs> as so you're Sri Lankan. Yeah. Is there like a... a Sri- Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Is there like, so gays have the Mardi Gras. Yes. Do Sri Lankans have like... A thing like where you Civil all Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got you. Wow. So we lost a lot of men in that Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's bombing on podcast now, my guy? <laughs> Man, that made me laugh. Yeah, a lot. you love that one. So that's your that's your Mardi Gras. That's when the, our when the, 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 the Tamils, when the Tamils and the Singalese get together. And the Singalese yeah, yeah. get together. Yeah, shots get fired. Shot literally. Literal shots. Literal shots. Yeah. We're not talking about cum shots, we're talking <laughs> about shot bu- shots with bullets. <laughs> Slightly different to what's Very happening different. up in Sydney. Yeah. Very different. But yeah. um is there uh, something like, that's do else? you ever have like a big festival for the Sri Lankans? No, I think because it's it's all religious, religion based, right? Uh-huh. Like so you have like uh, I think Sri Lanka is quite diverse in its religion. Like, there's like Buddhism, there's Catholicism, um, Hinduism. So, like, all of the, yeah, all of them have different like different kind of festivals and stuff like that. Right. So you never really come together as one. Nah. There's no Sri Lanka Day. Like, there's no. Yeah, that's like, my we question. don't. Yeah, we don't have a Sri Lanka Day. Okay. No, I think. No, we're just. Too well, can I just say I've always been upset that like the Jews don't have. A day. A day. And I think oh. about this a lot because like the Jew- what I think is interesting about Jewish people and yes. the LGBTQI plus community yes. is that they've both been historically persecuted quite a lot. Yes. For example, we're both victims of the Nazi regime, for example. Yes. Both been persecuted heaps. Yes. However, that community has come out of that mm-hmm. and gone, let's live life to the max and have a fun time. Yes. And so every year they get mostly naked and they get yes. on some floats and they listen to some great music and they have a great time and do cocaine Incredible. for a whole weekend. And, and Jews have responded to, <laughs> I guess, a similar level of persecution yep. by really going into our shells and really yeah. being like... We... It might happen again. <laughs> yeah. well, that's my point. That's my point. Like, gay people are like, we're, we're, it's, you know, we've moved on. Where it's, You can express yourself now. Yes. You can be proud of who you are. Yes. But Jewish people are like, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> They're always lurking in the bushes. So the Jews That's don't have a Mardi Gras because so I think we're still funny. like so scared. Like, and I notice this when you go to like a comedy show mm. and, you know, often, um, you know, a gay comedian will be like, any gays in the house? And you hear yeah, like yeah. all these woos and stuff go up around yes. the room. Yes. Whereas it's very funny when I'm like, uh, any Jewish people in the house? And I know they're out there. <laughs> But they're like just shaking their head. They're like, no, I don't trust where this is going. We've been here before. (laughs) 
So I just think it's interesting to see how um, communities respond differently to their uh, history of yeah, persecution. persecution. Mm. The, the Jews have really been like, we're, we're, we still don't trust anyone. Yes. But the gays are really out and about. It's good to see. It is good to see. And maybe maybe like other cultural groups will have like that same kind of energy to be like, well, maybe we, we go out and celebrate. But mm. I maybe it's just too close. I don't know. Well, I mean, I can't imagine the Jews ever getting on a float and <laughs> going down, you know, Balaclava Road in, uh, in Melbourne. But... Um, it would be nice to see. Oh, It'd be nice to neither see. Neither would the Sri Lankans. Like, I can't imagine us getting, like, excited. Yeah, floats. Like, it'd be just too much money. People would be like... <laughs> and also, I don't think we've finished. Like, I think people still argue. Like, <laughs> we're just, like, quiet and safe. It's like... Yeah. It's too, it's, it's, it's too soon. But I think... Maybe one day we'll Maybe have a big Sri Lankan day. All of the religions finally just put aside their differences and come together and eat a Sri Lankan... Uh, curry? Is that what you're famous yeah, for? Yeah, curry. Um, I was really rich. Oh, I, I, I thought you were going to go lamb and uh, a nice long black. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for context to our listeners, <laughs> when you came Sorry. today, I had just cooked a big piece of lamb. Delicious. And I said, do you want to try some lamb? Because the whole house smells like lamb. And then you said, absolutely, I'll have a bit. And then you had a bit of lamb. And then I said, oh, by the way, do you want a coffee? <laughs> and you said, sure, I'll have a coffee. <laughs> so uh, you've been here for like five minutes and you've had uh, lamb and coffee, which is a classic combination in my culture. I know. I was going to say, Jewish culture is... Yeah. I'm learning a lot. We're all about the lamb and coffee. I am learning heaps. Question for you. Would you go to Mardi Gras? You're a straight guy. Would you go to Mardi Gras if you were invited or if you just had a group of mates who were going? Would you do it? I have been to Mardi Gras. Oh, you've been to Mardi yeah, Gras? Yeah, yeah, I went with my cousin Danny. Uh, is that where you learned what a bear ago? was? Uh, no, I think that was the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I went with my cousin Danny and we just like watched the floats, uh, and like kind of just got into it. We didn't like get dressed up or anything like okay. that, but we just like went to kind of... Does it feel, I mean, does it feel weird being straight at Mardi Gras? I imagine they're very inclusive and everything, Yeah, but does it feel weird? Well... Uh, no, because you're kind of like there to support them. <laughs> you kind of, it kind of feels like... You're describing it like your parents going to the kids, you know, high Recital. school play. That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. Like, I'm just But a much higher them. level, a much higher level of choreography and that, performance. That's right. At the Mardi Gras than yeah. at the, the year seven. I'm like, wow, good for you. You get that. <laughs> also, why is A and Z here? <laughs> What is ANZ doing on this? Why is Amex sponsoring this person <laughs> dancing right now? Why is Durex sponsorship everywhere? Yeah, yeah, well, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. But Amex, I'm like, who's like, yeah, I'm, I paid for my Mardi Gras ticket with my Amex card. Yeah, well, I guess all these companies are like, this is a great opportunity to make money off a social cause. Totally. Let's release a rainbow version of every logo that we have. Yeah, I mean, but no one does that with any other causes do they i think it's just easy to kind of slap a rainbow color on something yeah do you know what i mean yeah yeah totally so i mean like with the black lives matter cause what's the symbol of black lives matter the black square hard to just put a black square on something yeah yeah, i think that's what the beauty of the the lgbt flag it really pops it does you know it stands out design wise it's almost designed to be Stand out to corporations trying to jump in on it. I yeah, I just I think it's just like so. Yeah, I don't know. I, that when I went with, with Danny, that was like the one thing that I kind of was like, all oh the sponsorships. My God. Oh my gosh! But yeah. you felt included, which I think is interesting. Oh, totally. And, I mean, it's great that you feel included because I'd love to go. I do feel like I'd be, I'd feel a bit, you know, not involved because I'm oh, yeah. too straight 
to kind of like participate in things. I imagine it would be like I, I look at Mardi Gras the same way I look at you know how Muslims go to Mecca like once a year. Oh yeah, and that that looks cool. That yeah, looks yeah, like yeah, a real yeah. cool cultural I stand, moment. I want to stand in this direction. Yeah, I'm not sure which direction <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you face. Well, I guess if you're at Mecca, you don't have to really face. Oh, you're you there. F- oh, right. I, I would have to. I have to check with. If any Muslim listeners, please let me know. I'm so sorry. But if you're already in Mecca, I guess you don't. Do you have to face a specific way if you're there? Uh, yeah, questions for yeah, I'll, I'll get a one next week but um, I guess that's that's my point like I look, I'd love to go to like Mecca mm. but I feel like you know probably not for me mm. as a big old Jew yes equally I'd love to go to Mardi Gras probably not for me yes. as a big old heterosexual Jew but I think it's like I think you it, it's it's an event so you can watch as a participant but also be in it. I don't think I would ever be in Mardi Gras. Mm. Like I think that's that's for me the distinction. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean get, going from being a <laughs> it's like watching the footy and then getting on the ground. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm not trained <laughs> in any way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to limber up before I get involved in this. I, I mean, I have the experience <laughs> on my resume to, <laughs> to warrant any kind of participation in this. <laughs> I mean, it would take years of training. To get involved on the field, yeah, uh, I, I can go yes. to the footy. I can watch the footy. Yes. I can yell and scream and shout and, and support the boys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you got me on the field, I'm not going to be doing much. No, and I, I think mean that's I'll, what Mardi Gras oh, is. Oh no, I'd be da- I'd be dancing as hard as I fucking could. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to. Oh yeah, just to make it look like I'd be throwing shapes everywhere. You'd be throwing shapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, next year, mate, something to aspire to. <laughs> Mate, it's also been a. I mean, it's great that we're being more inclusive in everything. And That's one true. way in which we're trying to become more inclusive is we're trying to update literature that has previously not been very inclusive. This is true. Which is uh, my segue now to the next topic mm. that's been happening this week, which is so. Um, it, it, last week it was uh, Roald Dahl books being um, rewritten and updated. Correct. So as not to be uh, as offensive uh, to a modern audience. And, I mean, for example, it's going with the Roald Dahl story, uh, Augustus Gloop, who's the, the the big one, the big kid, the fat kid, the chubby kid. Oh, you can't say that. I know. Well, I, <laughs> I'm trying to, how do I say fat without saying fat, fat anymore? But they've know. taken the word fat out Di- of... Diabetic. Type di- 2. <laughs> no, type 1. That's <laughs> oh, you're saying type <laughs> 1. Yeah. Well, Wait, no, it, type, no, type no, sorry, two. type one you're born with, type two you're type fat. Type two is, yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah, this yeah, is not yeah. a very politically correct <laughs> podcast, but my point is, he's a fat kid, a uh, fatty boomba from... Dude, fatty boomba, okay, I think as a term is incredible, but also you can't be mad if someone, if you're, a, like, I'm pretty chubby, if someone called me a fatty boomba, I could do nothing but laugh. It's pretty funny. But also... It, it crosses cultures. Like fatty my boomba. dad, co- my dad uses the word fatty boomba. boomba. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, which is like incredible to describe Augustus Gloop or just other just fat well, people. Well, usually me, but like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's but it's like he will use like oh he's a fatty boomba, like yeah. which is just crazy. Well, uh, fatty boomba, I think you can't say anymore. So they Augustus Gloop uh, was previously described as fat. Mm-hmm. He's a fat kid who eats all the chocolate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, now he's been rewritten, like the character, the book has been rewritten and he's now described as enormous instead enormous. of fat. Now I know we're trying to be like more sensitive. I understand that the word fat has a history of being quite derogatory and mean. Yes, yes. I would just say that the word enormous is also not a nice way to describe oh, it a child. Sucks. <laughs> it's 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 worse, I think. If someone was like, would you prefer if I called you fat or enormous? I would say fat. Fat, for in sure. In a second. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, 
enormous. Yeah. What am I filling a room? <laughs> Holy hell. You know, yeah, that's how you would describe an elephant. Uh, yeah, exactly. You would never describe an elephant as fat. No, you wouldn't. You would say enormous. Yeah, so I think it's almost more offensive to be called enormous. I, I actually 100% agree with you. So anyway, we're, we're trying to we're trying to update literature. I get what, I get the I think the motivation is good. I'm just not sure if the execution is good here. Mm. So I mean that happened last week, but now the thing that's happened uh, more recently is uh, 007 James Bond. James Bond. He uh, is uh, a very racist, sexist, misogynistic, yep. uh, also homophobic yes. character. If you go back to the original. Original uh, books that were published in the fifties and sixties by Ian Fleming. Yeah, you could make the argument that he's still all those things today in the twenty first century. But totally. So they're releasing um, new versions of these original books because it's like the seventieth anniversary coming up of these books being published. Yeah, and they've gone back to them and been like, ugh, um, some pretty uh, bad stuff in these original books. Who'd have thought that something written in the nineteen fifties <laughs> might be a little <laughs> bit offensive and racist? So. You know, what I find interesting is that what they've changed is I think there's a couple of references to the N word that they've gotten rid of. I think that's probably a uh, good idea. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> that's pretty good. Like, like I, I'm not I'm not against that. That's yeah, I mean, that, like it, do that. It, it, it takes you out of the story when 007 just yeah. drops the N word mid conversation. You know, although I would like to hear it in a British accent, I would. <laughs> most most time it's in an American that's, accent. That's so if, true. Like if you're that's like so true. I would. <laughs> I just hope that they make uh, James Bond black so I can hear it. Yeah. With like, not a well, hard R, but like a, a, a cool <laughs> British R. Well, that's why... That's I'm why just a fan of hip-hop is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> well, that's why they need to get Idris Elba as, Idris Elba oh, as the next... 100%. James, he's always been in the running. He has been in the running for a while. He could drop the N-word. That would be fine. Totally. Unfortunately, the I mean, original... if he's comfortable with it, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to put that on him. I don't want to literally put that word in his mouth, but... Uh, back in the 1950s, mm-hmm. you know, the James Bond was saying the N-word in these books. Yes. And first, what I would say, just by the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no one said that James Bond was white in the books. Uh, oh, and have you... Have, I, see, that's a great question. Like, he didn't walk into, like, a room and... Um, was it, Ian Fleming wasn't like, his pale skin glistened in the moon. Like, his pale and his beautiful blue eyes and white hair. What if, what if he has been black this whole time? Yeah, that's true. And that's why he was dropping the Edward in conversation. Yeah. I mean, I guess he gets a martini shake and not stirred. Seems like a white guy's drink. That does seem I mean, like a oh, white guy's drink. I mean, at, I don't know. Do you know, no, do you know be a white guy's drink? What? If he walks in and goes, I'll have an espresso martini <laughs> shake and not still, you'd be like, this guy's a fucking yeah. white loser. That's what he is. I guess my point is he could be black. It doesn't say specifically in the book that he's white. Totally. We presume he is. But anyway, it's good. Look, I've got rid of the N word. That's probably good. Yes. What I, I, oh, you go. Well, what I was going to say is that um, I think the big knock on James Bond over the years has it hasn't been uh, necessarily the racism it's been like the sexism the misogyny oh totally like his character is quite uh, degrading towards women yes and uh, you know slaps them on the bum and stuff like that in the movies yeah well and this is uh, sorry this is the thing that's underlying this whole discussion yes. which is the fact that James Bond was books like <laughs> like we've forgotten about this but like who who is sitting there going I bet there's like when they decide to rewrite them, people are like, oh, it was a book? Like, yeah, yeah, I yeah. doubt his fans are like readers. Like, yeah. they're not like, oh, what? I've got to buy another thing on my Kindle? Oh, yeah, yeah. no. It's also... Imagine- Octopussy has to be rewritten? <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Well, I, yeah, that is interesting because I mean, who is this for? Because if you if you grew up with those books, right? Yes, that means you're 175 now. <laughs> German. So, like, if, I'm just like, if you're a child who grew up reading those books, yeah, 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 and now now you would be like 100. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you're either dead or you've changed your mind drastically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But my point is, like, yeah, I mean, if you read those books, I, I wonder who who is like the old white dude mm. who's offended that they've cha- that they've now re- changed his childhood. That's true. You that's know, true. I, I, so I, people have been upset by the rewrite, mm. but I don't know who's uh, who's actually who are the fans that have been betrayed by this. I don't think anyone. I think it's everyone that's gotten mad is just the concept of whether we the should be doing this. Yeah. Which I reckon, if you're going to rewrite James Bond and Roald Dahl, just put them together. Who want, I want James Bond <laughs> and the giant peach. You know what I'm saying? No, the fat peach, I believe, is... is <laughs> the, James I want Bond James and, Bond and the, the octopeach. peach. <laughs> well, you mentioned octopusy before. Yes. <laughs> sorry, that was just the craziest one that came to my mind. Well, it is the craziest one. Like they, he, there's a character in a James Bond movie called Octopussy, which is the funniest thing ever. And that seems kind of, I don't know, sexist and misogynist. Why? She's got eight cats. Who cares, Michael? <laughs> but I just love how they're like, oh, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll scrub away all the racism. Yes. But oh yeah, when he calls he calls that we've got the character named Octopussy. Yeah. We, we'll keep that in because that's classic. Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. I guess it's just interesting to see what they what they pick and choose to change because there's also some homophobic mm. stuff that they haven't changed. Right. There's also some stuff that's derogatory towards Asians that they haven't changed. Yes. So I guess it's just funny to be. It's just funny to be like, okay, well, we we gotta not you know use these particular terms, but mm. let's just leave that other offensive shit for now. We'll come back to that at the hundredth you know anniversary. Yeah, that seems like a money thing. Like you've got to pay to play, and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the hundredth it'll be like. Completely different. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was, yeah, it is ridiculous that they're leaving all that stuff in. Like, yes. Do you think eventually, uh, like, Harry Potter will become, because like, my guess, my point is, like, things become problematic over time. Yes. And will Harry Potter become problematic? Because that's what I, my generation has grown up on. I know J.K. Rowling has become yeah, problematic. Yeah. Do you reckon there's anything in that movie or those books where you're like, oh, that's not going to age well? Uh, the whole cast being white. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, literally, (laughs) it is like, is it a movie or is it a cleanse? Like, what kind of grand wizard is Dumbledore? (laughs) That's that's actually a great point. (laughs) I love how when J.K. Rowling, like, wrote the books, she could imagine a world full of, like, you know, giant spiders and dragons but not one black person. Oh, totally. Oh, no, there is one black guy, Kingsley, did, um, Kingsley Shacklebolt. Oh, there's two. <laughs> Who's there's the other Kingsley, one? Kingsley, and then there's Dean um, Thomas. Dean Thomas, okay. But I don't think he was um, black in the books. I think he was black... In the movies. In the movies. Do you know how you know he wasn't black in the book? Because his name is Dean Thomas. Yeah. The, yeah. And that is such a white dude. Oh, name. yeah. Because yeah. she names all of her characters in the most cliched manner. There are two brown girls, though, who are twins. The Pavarti twins. Pav- yeah. Well, that's my point. Which Pavarti is I was a very, very excited about. Is that a, a Sri Lankan name or an Indian name? Uh, Indian, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I love how there's one Asian character. and Cho like, Chang. Cho yeah. Chang. That was definitely... <laughs> surely that was a placeholder name. And then they were like went to publish. They're like, oh, shit, we were... We forgot to change the show. <laughs> yeah, Chang. it was meant to be Jennifer Kwong. <laughs> <laughs> My lord.
it. Well, just by the way, on the topic of um, mm. Harry Potter and its uh, place in the modern world. Yes. So, you know, recently they released a video game, Harry uh, Hogwarts Legacy game. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. And they've got a trans character in the, the game. Did really? You... No, I didn't know that. So it's, it's I guess it's like a subtle um, reference to this character being trans. They're an NPC. It's a non-playable character. Okay. And I only know what NPC means because uh, I get lots of trolls on my videos online <laughs> and someone called me an NPC. Okay. And I didn't know what an NPC was. <laughs> so I had to Google an insult <laughs> to find out what that was saying. And then it said, oh, non-playable character. It usually means like when yes. someone's mocking you, because it means you're that you're not the main character. You're just, there's there's just like all those like people in a video game that don't really matter that much. Yeah, I think it's like I'm being mocked for being like like having no independent thought of my own or something. Yes, totally. Anyway, that's how I know what an NPC is. So thank you for Great. the children on TikTok for <laughs> teaching me uh, these these um, new insults and ways for me to feel bad about myself. But my point is, uh, an NPC in this Hogwarts Legacy game yep. makes a very subtle reference where they someone says says hello to them and they say, oh, people often think that I'm a wizard, but I'm actually a witch. And it's just this subtle reference to the fact that they are transgender. Okay. And I think that's the Harry Potter world's way of being like, sorry about all the JK Rowling (laughs) stuff. We're on board. We're really on board. So that's, that's their way that's of apologising almost. That's interesting. And I mean, I'd be interested to understand from the community if that... Solved Does it. that solve everything? Is that if you ask me, I reckon that fixes everything. <laughs> if you ask me, <laughs> I, I reckon know. one uh, NPC in a video game probably makes up for all the transphobia. <laughs> so I think we're done. <laughs> we can move on with our lives. I think um, Harry Potter is like so interesting because, um, as like, it's not. It, it's always. I feel like it's always been problematic to a certain extent. When it first came out, like a lot of Christian families wouldn't. Right, wouldn't true. wouldn't have it because it was because, like witchcraft in the witch house. Craft. That's a great and and now it just feels like the other end of the spec. Like now it's problematic for it's like I actually think we should celebrate JK because she's united two very different groups. Harry Potter might be the thing, the common yeah. hate in which the like she's upset two like people, the conservative Christian base, yes, and also the modern yes. progressive base. That's a very impressive thing. Com- completely together and like. She's united them. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> Do you know, this is a bit of a tangent, but yeah. another leader who I think doesn't get enough credit for being such a unifying figure is Donald Trump. And I'll tell you oh, why. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've always found this fascinating. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, yes. mate. <laughs> We've hit ev- I think if I was playing bingo at home, I would have hit every every... Topical thing of our time I've said this before on the podcast I don't longer tell the guests what topics I want to discuss yeah, Because right. they get too scared and they don't come on Because they're like, I don't want to get cancelled No, no, if I had known, I would have been terrible Yeah, you wouldn't, become, you wouldn't be here right now But you're here, we're recording, you're trapped But very unifying I, I should say, I did ask Michael I was like, hey, like, what should, like, do you need me to prep anything? And he was like, nah, we'll just riff And I was like, oh no, I'm terrible at that Mate, you're killing it, you're doing great right now the riff like no one is listening. I, that's what I always say. You dance like no one's watching. Riff oh like no one's listening. Oh my gosh, this is going to come back to bite both of us in a few years. 100%. But that's fine. Um, this is what I was saying about Donald Trump. Sorry, yes. This has always been my thoughts on Trump is mm. that so very racist. And so the white supremacists that's a love hot, it. I actually haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Welcome, heard to the podcast, that. welcome to the podcast of hot takes, mate. <laughs> you know, this is where you hear it first. 
So, but very racist. Yes. This is, but this is, I believe, a hot take. So, very racist. So, like, white supremacists and Nazis love him. Yeah. Um, however, love, big fan of Israel, big support of Israel. So, the Jews also love him. I know Jewish right. people in the US okay. who voted for Trump just because of that single issue, he supports Israel. Right. So, what that means is that if you go to a Trump rally, you might well have, like, white supremacist KKK <laughs> folk and you might also have, like, Jewish people cheering for the same candidate That's and I imagine they look across each other the field and look at each other you know you've got the white hoods on one side you've got the yarmulkes on the other side and they're like hey you know what we're not so different you and I after all so I just that's my point Trump is also quite that's, unifying yeah unifying yeah. bringing the Jews and the, and the Nazis together and I think I think that that is the thing that we've learned from this whole thing yes which is that conserv- like conservative ideas and believing in that yes. it crosses across all cultures all races, all religions, or whatever. Like you have, like it's not, it's not like just one thing or another. Like, ev- like there is so many different types. Like so many different types of conservative figures. And yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And what I guess the point of this podcast or this episode anyway is that J.K. Rowling is perfect in every way, and so too is Donald Trump, and Trump twenty twenty four, and. I think that's kind of what I want people to take away from today's episode. Yes, and um, I received no financial benefit from being here today <laughs> besides some lamb and a, uh, and a, and a long and a, ice and long a, black. And a black um. coffee. <laughs> One last topic uh, that I just want to throw at you. Uh, yes. Andrew Tate, are you familiar with the man? Yeah, but I've actually never really seen any of his videos. I've just heard of him as a concept. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I know, concept. and I know that he um, is, he got in trouble. Trouble. <laughs> I know that he is in. He was in prison, a That's Romanian a, prison. Got in trouble is a fun way of saying arrested for human trafficking. So <laughs> he got in trouble recently. That Jeffrey Epstein, he's in a real pickle, isn't he? Trouble. That's a really that's a funny way to describe. He the got situation. in a little bit of a pickle. Yeah, he's in a pickle. But um, what I think is fascinating about Andrew Tate, yes. he's that men's rights dude who's like you know, and he always says the Matrix is out to get him, and he's being persecuted because he's trying to tell the truth about reality or something. Yeah, he's yeah, one yeah. of those dudes, you know. Okay, and like uh, blue pill, red pill kind of guy. Yeah, blue that guy's like you know, just listen to me and take the red pill and. Don't listen to what the media is telling you. I'm the only one that's telling gotcha, you the truth. Gotcha. Almost like this, like older brother mentor, uh, macho, toxic male figure. Yes. Whatever. Yes. Anyway, that's what he is. I think that's what he represents. Okay. Love his stuff. I pay fifty dollars a month. Oh, great. And oh, he great. tells me how to make money from Bitcoin. <laughs> so far, I'm twelve k in the hole, but I'm pretty sure if I just stick at it. I'll be able to make some money back. 12K in the hole doesn't sound as bad as some people have lost, so maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Pretty good. That's why <laughs> That's I'm really one of good. his top students. So, but what I love about Andrew Tate is that despite being in a Romanian prison cell, he's still managing to get tweets out. Really? So he still tweets prolifically, like multiple yeah, times right. a day. I don't. I presume it's not him actually sending the tweets. I'm sure someone on the outside is doing it on his behalf. Yeah, okay. But, it, what, but the tweets are very funny. So the tweets are like... Um, have, have, are you across the tweets that he's sending out? No, oh, you'll no. have to explain it to me. Sorry. So, well, he, he's tweeting as if he's like a political dissident. Okay. So he's tweeting as if he's like, like a Julian Assange, type. like a Julian Assange. Really? That's how he sees himself. Like, really? I was telling the truth about men, and now they've locked me up for it. Didn't and he get found out because he posted a photo of a pizza box? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> 
Yeah, apparently he got into a Twitter feud with Greta Thunberg. This is all yes, kind of Yes, I like, saw those tweets. This is now ancient history, but he got into right, a Twitter, Twitter feud with Greta Thunberg to catch people up. And then uh, in his Twitter feud with Greta Thunberg, apparently he accidentally disclosed his location to the Romanian police Incredible. that he was in the country because there was a, a pizza box that was Romanian on right. on the video. So anyway, he gets arrested. Yes. Still manages to tweet. Yes. And he thinks he's like Dostoevsky. Yeah, right. Um, tweeting out very, very sage, wise things. But like he's recently just compared himself to... Um, his recent, most recent tweet, he compared himself to uh, Malcolm X, uh, <laughs> Martin Luther King and Gandhi in the same tweet. He was oh, like, <laughs> that's like Duck Duck Goose. Like Gandhi hated black people. <laughs> he, oh, did you he, know that? Was Gandhi racist? Dude, Gandhi was so racist. Oh, shit. Dude, Gandhi was, yeah, not people know this about Gandhi, but he hated black people, dude. Oh, wait, you don't have he to whisper was, it, man. Yeah. Dude, like, it's a microphone. <laughs> people can still hear you. <laughs> <laughs> he hate dude. I'm he. So he lived in South Africa for a little while, but was like su- like se- like helping the whites because he was a lawyer before he be- became like a peaceful process. Yeah, and he like he did all this like crazy stuff against black. So did he like support the apartheid regime? I think so. Like I haven't done enough research, but I know that he was oh like God. living there for a bit. And is can- are we cancelling Gandhi on this podcast? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, probably. Comes for us all eventually, probably. But I yeah, that is yeah. Not not many people talk about that, but it's true. Do you reckon he would be against the rewriting of the James Bond books? <laughs> He'd be like, nah, keep it in. <laughs> keep the M word in. That was the reason I liked those books Dude, in the first place. Isn't that amazing? Wouldn't that be amazing if he's just flicking through an Ian Fleming novel while he's hungry? <laughs> <laughs> All I need is the he's, energy and nutrients that I get from he's reading fighting the, race. the British <laughs> and reading their literature. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's reading the end one and he's like, some of these Brits are he's actually like, right, He's yeah. like, I love, what, I love your work, but I don't, I don't like what you're doing here. <laughs> you, can, you can go. Well, that's thanks for teaching me about Gandhi. Oh, you're welcome. Well, I always thought he was a nice bloke. but uh, So what you're saying is that Andrew Tate is better than Gandhi. He should, uh, he Andrew Tate is better than Gandhi, yes. But also, like, maybe fair comparison on his part. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, mate, thanks so much for uh, coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks. It's um, been great to end my career in such a fun way. I was going to say, it's the way to do it. If you're going to do it, <laughs> yeah, do, do it, it with friends. This, do it with a bit of lamb and some bit coffee. Bit of lamb, bit of black coffee.